Good morning. Today's class is sponsored in the merit of Leunishmat Arye Yosef Ben Shmuel Yitzhak. Also, today's class is Leunishmat Yerchun Den Avodaya, Success in Yerushmat, Lishav and Vakati, Lishav, Emmet Lishav, Shefa Bashar, Reina Makam Talbasha, and Shefa Bad Eli Sheva. Please share and rate the podcast. God willing, the uh, February 27th, we're going to be in LA. Not in LA, in um, Mexico City. And some people call Mexico City LA. Um, depending depending on the border situation. <laughs> and God willing, um, the LA event will be in in, in May. Um, give me a, give me about a few more days and we'll have all the Zodiac signs put on the Torah and Zodiac signs class, God willing, put on YouTube and etc. All right, today's class, we are, believe it or not, we are 40 days, 40 days for Purim. That means 40 days Purim, Purim is going to be here. And the Ramnathan tells us that anytime we pray for something, for 40 days straight, you will get an answer. You will get an answer. That means right now, you have, you know, people hit, people hit, if you have a specific goal, 40 days, you, you'll hit the goal. People hit deadlines. So pretend you have a deadline of 40 days non-negotiable to pray for something. So start praying for something specifically. Pray for, why? Because we already need to plant. The way it works in the spiritual world, like we've said many times, you have to plant the seed and you have, then you have to desire it. Whether it's whatever's, whatever's happening in your life, whether it's a lack in this, it's lacking that. I'm gonna give you some examples of a prayer of Reb Natan, but this is, again, this is 40 days before Purim. Purim is, is, is the greatest of the greatest. The light of Purim, everything, you know, it can cause miracles to happen beyond your limits, nature, time, space. It's, it breaks everything. It's exactly what we need. It's exactly what we need. That wow effect. Like, I can't believe I can get it. That's exactly the energy that we're tapping into. So imagine you're preparing for the miracle. What do you think is going to happen instead of just showing up with, you know, it's, it's extremely important in the spiritual world. The desire, the will, the preparation makes a big difference in just showing up to uh, to, to a place, to a perm. What time is perm? Who am I, you know? It's like going to the Beit HaMikdash and FedExing a cow. You know, today, instead of going going there, traveling, atoning, you know, being part of, today, I made two sins. Go FedEx two cows to the Beit HaMikdash. I need a kapara. That's the mindset we would have today. Go, go Uber a package, Uber a korban today. Because we, you know, we think we're doing better things in life, but we're not connected. So this is why it's extremely important. You have to start building will. You have to start building desire. You have to start building that. And specifically, if you have perm 40 days away, I mean, you got to double, double here. I mean, 40 days, 40 days, you're guaranteed to get answered. I've had people that go 40 days, and they were guaranteed to get answered when they prayed for a specific thing. Rabbi Nathan guarantees it. Because 40 days in the... In the in the spiritual world, it's like a re, it's like a you're giving birth to something. This is why we're not allowed to pray to change a, to change a, the sex of a baby if it's because before four, you could pay up to before forty days, but after the fortieth day, that's it. It's done. It's what it is. What it is. Well, today people do it at eighteen years old. They're trying to change that prayer. <laughs> that's a whole. That's a whole. That's another. Uh, that's a whole different problem. But no, they, they, we got to give them the memo. It's f- up to forty days, not while you're f- up to forty years. I think they got confused on the on the Gemara. Anyway, back to the back to the world of masculine feminine crisis that we're in today. Okay, so forty days you have. Think about it. Start planting the seed. Start thinking about what you're going to pray for. Start thinking about. I'm going to give you an example of what we should be praying for. 
because remember, we, we always hit, we always, we always, the, the job of a desperate person, and when you're not in a good place, you're always, you're always aiming for the, you know, like I was talking to a person yesterday, yeah, I, 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 I'm guaranteed that my, my unhappiness is coming because I'm not married. That's what he tells me. He's not married, that's why his unhappiness. Wait until you meet a married guy, he tells you, uh, my, my whole cause of unhappiness is because I'm married. Do you understand? Any time again that we are waiting on, on something else, it's anything in the spiritual world, anything, in, it's it's you have to become the one. You have to become the trust. For, then things come. That means if we work ourselves on a spiritual realm, if we spiritually fix ourselves, if we start mobitachon, money comes. The Lubavitcher Rebbe, I have a letter from him that I post straight on my on on my uh, on my wall, and, and the letter says uh, more more bitachon, more money. Not more money is you understand? It's the, the bitachon is what causes the, the spiritual changes will cause it. So basically Rab Nathan tells us here, for Rab Nathan, we're, we're gonna talk about that the connections between Purim and Rab Nachman also says that Purim is all beginnings. All beginnings start on Purim. He says Rab Nathan invokes the connection between Purim and Passover, because remember it's all one connection, building strength in Purim, believing in the change, believing in the miracles, and then the breakthroughs in Passover. Pleading God for to, to deal with us unemotionally. So what is he? He's going to talk about five or six things, just to give you a little bit of the seeds of what your what your prayers should be in these forty days. What should you What should you be planting for? What should you be going for? What should you be thinking about? Okay. The first thing he's saying: Please pray for a miracle. <laughs> That's the first thing. You have to physically believe that miracle. This is this is the energy of miracle. Because what happens is every single holiday, every single there's an energy to it. Like there's an energy towards the Shabbat. There's an energy of the week of, and there's all these energies that, that, that have. It's the same energy, that's the same energy in, in, in the in the past. That's the same energy in the future. But we're just not tapping into it because we're not. We don't even know what to tap into today. But when you can tap into, the more sensitive you are spiritually, you can start feeling and tapping into these energies. So we were supposed to pray. The first thing you should, we should say is, please God. Who performs miracles, wonders in every generation? That's that de- dealing with our battles and judgments. Please, you specifically against those who repay, against those who hate us. You know what Purim, Haman wants to do is he wants to destroy you. He wants to want to annihilate you. What else is new today? And this is why Esther says, "Please save me today and also tomorrow." You know, and, and Esther's prayer is like, "Please give me the kingdom today and also in the future." What is she? She was talking about the the. The future Haman was the was the, the the who got hung the the ten Nazis that got hung in Nuremberg trials. So she she asked for a prayer of the future, <laughs> not just of of today. The, those, those same ones. This is why, if you look up the story, that the last the last guy who got hung in the Nuremberg trials in the, in, in the, he he yelled at Purim Fest nineteen forty six or something like that. He yelled at Purim Fest because it was a Gilgul. These were the ten Gilgulim of the ten of the of the ten Gilgulims or reincarnations of the ten um, the son, sons of Haman. So you could see it's the same characters. I don't think it's anti-Semitism one time. It's the same it's the same character. It's the same people try to annihilate you, try to pass these laws, try to pass the Gezerot, and we have to pray that we should the light of Purim has the power to annihilate annihilate Hamas. Show me yourself today. You have people standing up for these people. I, I just, I, I, I'm so, cl- I'm so beyond. I'm speechless at times. I'm just as speechless. There's times I have to get social off social media a little. You're, I can't deal with idiots. I can't. I can't. 
I cannot be exposed to idiot. It affects my soul. I, I just nothing to talk about. It's just I, you can't even talk to people like this. There's nothing. There's nowhere to start. There's nowhere to start. So you have to recognize. Sometimes you have to stop giving your energy away. So again, we have to ask Hashem to give us the ability to destroy, all of all of a sudden create miracles specifically against the, our enemies that hate us. I think we have a topic on hand, all of us. So we should pray for that. Also, second thing you should pray for is miracles that you should merit in the, the, in the merit of these miracles that just like the miracles happen in generation, personal miracles in, for yourself. Personal miracles for yourself. Miracles that you need in yourself. Personal miracles. Again, it's not, an un, it's not a rational thing. It didn't happen last year. I prayed for it. It didn't happen. Don't get out of the rational mind. Miracles is beyond time, space, person. It's it's be, it's a, it's it's the light of of ain't self. It's it's God can change the world, change the limit limits in a blink of an eye. Number two, you should pray that you should because of this bitter exile that we're in, we should we should pray for the light of Mordechai and Esther. What is the prayer for the Mordechai and Esther? Mordechai and Esther represents the light of Emunah. So if some of us today are, are, are battling with anxiety and depression, it's because we lack faith. Bottom line. Anytime you're lacking, you're lacking bitachon and faith. It, I, it, it's that simple. Anxiety and depression, anxiety is the future, is the only segula, the only remedy for the future is faith, is trust. It's trust and let go and let God. The only remedy for things in the past in the past is faith. So if you recognize Mordechai and Esther both represent these two concepts of trust and faith. Trust and faith. If you have trust and faith, you're no longer in the past, you're no longer in the future, you're in the actual in the present moment, and that's where creations happen. So it says, Master, you know deeply how we have fallen in this bitter exile. Why have we fallen in this bitter exile, Rav Nachman says? It's because we attribute everything to nature. We attribute everything to nature. That is the bitter exile we're in. We don't associate God doing it. We don't associate it's coming from Hashem. We associate this person harmed me, that person this, this business caused me bad. We, we, we fail to look at the essence because we're all stuck in the details. We're stuck in the details of the situation. So that is the exile that we're in. That is an exile. That's an exile. It's a bitter exile because we don't see the big picture. The big picture is I need to look at the essence, the chachma in the situation, not the details of the situation. That's what that's that's. There's no greater exile than this. It's like a, it's like imagine you know a friend of yours telling you, you know, um, you know, uh, my friend is picking on me, right? And he's picking on me. Get me to a better school. Get me to a thing. No, the answer is you need to get stronger because there will always be somebody to pick on you. Not not tell his mommy not to pick on you anymore. You're going to have a bigger bully in life. You're going to have a bigger person. God puts people in your life because you need to stand up for yourself. Hamas is there for Israel to stand up for itself. There's times when people are going to put, God's going to put people in your place. So you need to go and stand up for yourself on purpose. It doesn't matter if it's Joe, Tom, Julio, who cares who it is. But the exile that we're in today is because we're looking only at the details. We're not looking at the essence of the situation. We're not looking at the essence of the situation. So that's the problem. So that's why we have to beg and pray for the connection of connecting to Mordechai and Esther, which both Esther represents above nature, Esther represents prayer, Esther represents machos. Mordechai also did not bow to Haman. He did not bow to him. He stood up for who he was. 
he stood up, he knew who he was, and that's, that's, that's self-esteem today. So that's another thing. If you're lacking self-esteem, 40 days, pray for self-esteem. Self-esteem will absolutely change every aspect of your life. When we lack self-esteem, everything goes to the, you know what? When we have healthy self-esteem, we flourish, we develop, we connect. And who had the greatest self-esteem? Moshe Rabbeinu, who, who basically his yurt site is, I believe, tomorrow or, or the seventh of Adar. So that's another thing to pray for, self-esteem by connecting to the Mordechai. So there's a lot, it's a compound energy. There's this like a lot of compound, because remember, God is preparing you for the breakthrough of Passover. You understand? We, really, we, we go from post-traumatic stress to post-traumatic growth. So we have to go through these Yes, we were slaves, but we're no longer slaves anymore. We're no longer slaves to validation. We're no longer slaves to that. Another thing he's asking us to pray for is to save us. There's a reason why we say the paraduma. Paraduma is the, the red cow. We specific, there's four specific parshas that we say before Passover. And part of the one before Purim has to do with the red heifer. And the red heifer represents purification. And what's the purification? Against people that had, that had bad thoughts or bad energies. Specifically, the, the worst of it is the issues with paraduma is the issues with, with, with defilement and the sexual blemishes of the Brits. Okay? And that's an area where at any time, again, that we do, we create these negative blemishes, we, it, it, it fills our minds with shame, guilt, etc. So that's another thing. Please help me that fight against the Malik. The whole thing is the Malik, because what did the Malik do? He took the back people that were weak, he, he circumcised them and through their, their, through their organs, through their foreskins in the sky, recognizing, what does this mean? It doesn't mean anything. What does this mean? You understand? A little bit like the liberal movement today. What is sexual? What, sexual yes. What, is, what does the Brit mean? It doesn't mean anything. You understand? This is exactly what the liberal movement is today. Who cares about, who cares about marriage? Who cares about kids? Who cares about babies? Who cares about, who cares about God? Who cares about any of this? That's why it's destroying America. It's destroying any liberal. This liberal movement is against God. It's against God. It's not against... <laughs> forget political. It's against God. It has nothing to do with godliness. Anything to do with godliness, I don't have anything to do with it. You know, there's nothing wrong with having a problem in life and admitting you have a problem. Yes, Hashem, I have a, I have a problem, but don't justify and make it kosher. That's the problem. Yes, I have a problem. I have a problem. I have a problem with this issue. I have a problem. I cannot beat it. If you're, if you're honest with yourself and tell yourself, I have a problem with this issue. I have a problem. But don't tell me now it's kosher. That's the problem. You guys say, yes, I'm, I'm falling in this area. I've not succeeded. Don't tell me it's permissible now. That is the problem. That's when God destroyed the world when they, when the, when, when, because the sin of the, of the Zohar says the sin was masturbation. But then all of a sudden it became stealing. And then it became, now you can get married and you can get this. It became, it's, 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 this is all the, the, the morality of a Malik that tells you it's all guard, it's all worthless. What do you care? Throw it in the air. And who does he attack? It attacks the weak ones. Attacks the weak ones. So a Malik knows. It's not going to attack. He attacked Dan, the weak ones. But if you stay strong in life, he won't get to you. That's the key. He specifically says you should attack, he attacked the strong ones because he knows the strong ones know how to battle with them. But the weak ones, they can't handle it. They can't handle it. God should help us, so we should never become weak to, to, to deal with that. Other things we should pray for uh, on, on, on these. Again, all of this is, is all connected to, the, to, to what we're trying to get, the breakthrough energies. So obviously self-esteem, obviously miracles, obviously what we already said, 
the the, the cl- spiritual cleansings that we should not fall into this into this in, into this uh, unfortunately uh, bread of shame concept, which is unfortunately leading to 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 all of this tuma. The fourth thing we should pray for is to enable us to complete the fast of Esther, to connect to the fast of Esther. We know why specifically with the fast of Esther. What does fasting do? Fasting has the power. Fasting has the power to destroy your enemies. Why? Because you're giving up your will for God's will, right? And what happens? Because you're giving up your will for God's will, then God takes care of your enemies. So anytime there's a decree, anytime there's bad things that happen, we fast, right? Because fasting itself, you're subduing the ego and you're feeding the soul. The same thing, believe it or not, Rabbi Nachman says, that eating on Shabbat has the same power of fasting during the week. You can also kill your enemies on Shabbat. So if you don't, if you don't eat on Shabbat, I don't think that's, that's such a problem today. But eating on Shabbat, but the three meals, specifically eating on Shabbat, the food itself has tremendous amount of holiness in it. And, feed, and eating on Shabbat is equivalent to fasting during the week, which is both, both things, defeating enemies, subduing God, your, your will for God's will. So think about that area where you can, you can, you can connect to. The fourth, the fifth thing we should be praying for. Again, pick your topic. I'm just giving you things that are all connected to the same. This is from Rab Nassim's prayer. You know, in Breslov circles, before they get to a holiday, before they get to anything, 40 days before, they're already preparing the will. Because we've spoke about already that when will is there, everything's there. When there's no will, there's nothing. You understand? We don't just show up to the wedding. You get me? We prepare for the wedding. We look forward to the wedding. We anticipate the wedding. And that, what that does is that magnifies the vessel. All the preparation and all the desire that we're doing now prepare you. So you can add these things in your, in your daily meditations and your daily daily these concepts. Another thing he's saying here, please help me begin new because Purim is the new beginning. Purim is a new beginning. Purim is new. Rachman says all new, new beginnings. Please let me begin new. Let me connect to the holiness of Purim, which is hinted through our sages, to merit a newness, to merit to live in the present, to always reinvent myself. You know, imagine what it will look like in your life to reinvent yourself. You get me? Imagine what it is to reinvent yourself. What does that look like? What does that look like? It looks like coming, looking at every single day as a brand new opportunity. Life is, not a, life is not a burden. Life is an opportunity for me. So that's another thing. Please give me the advice to always, always study everything. Because anytime we're looking at, remember the whole tikkun of Purim, a lot of the tikkun of Purim, the, the rectification of Purim was accepting the Torah now with love. Before the acceptance of the Torah was forced. Now I'm accepting it with love. You understand? Imagine a doctor tells you you have to fast because you have this kidney issue. And all of a sudden, you love fasting so much that you do it on your own. With, then all of a sudden, you're doing it, but you're not doing it because you're sick anymore. You're doing it because you recognize how great it was for you. Or you started working out, you recognize how great it was for you. Not because you're forced to do it because you've got diabetes and you're about to fall on your face. You understand? It, it, it's coming from a place of love. Get it? Not from a place of, I'm forcing you to do this. Versus, I'm coming, to, I'm, I'm doing this with love. I'm not doing this with love. So Purim is accepting the Torah now with love, not with force, like it was. So it's a much higher level when you do something out of love than you do something out of force. 
The fifth thing we should pray for is the, that we should be able to manage our drinking, that our drinking should come only in happiness. Because drinking is part of Purim, and we should be able to drink to get into higher, higher consciousness. Not drink to, get, to, to go, uh, you know, get angrier and numb our pain. So drinking itself, because it has potential, we've had a class about this, the drinking itself kills the ego. Kills the ego, right? But if you don't do it right, it also kills you. <laughs> See the difference? The whole point of killing the ego is to, is to open up the mind. So the mind sees the, mind sees the bigger picture. It, it opens up perspective. But if, it, if you don't eat, drink the wrong way, it kills the ego, and then it kills you. So that is what we don't want. And the last thing we should be praying for, and this is one of the toughest ones, is one of the things that Reb Nachman speaks about in Lesson 56 is that one of the biggest klipas that we have is the lust for money. Okay? And what the lust for money causes, please have mercy and save me from the lust of wealth. Help me break the craving for social status and riches. Help me not abhor the least desire to accumulate all this wealth in the world, and let me not think about it. That means there's nothing wrong with having it, but it's, it's wrong chasing it. Of course, we all have to go to work. We all have to, there's, you're, you, we, we all have to make money. Nothing's happening for free. I, I work plenty. But it's wrong. the wrong is when you come home with, with sadness and depression and, and heaviness from it. That is because there's an unfit craving. There's an unfit craving. There's a frustration. And that, Rabbi Nachman says here, is that the Amalek was what he Amalek wanted you to do is he he it wanted you to go go after all the money in the world to go after the after Haman Haman had all the money in the world what did he he wanted more he wanted kavod he wanted honor he wanted more and more and more and that's where he fell so the klipa of Hamalik today is the the concept of constantly chasing constantly chasing what that does the Reb Nachman says. Is Amalek itself, it, it, it weakens the limbs, right? This is because Amalek, the Malchus of Amalek, Haman Amalek, is the antithesis of the Malchus of Holiness, right? Because the Malchus of, of what is the basically, basically today, if you, don't, if you see somebody, if they lack spiritual, that means when we lack spirituality, we need much more physicality. But when we have physical spirituality, we're content. We are content. We don't need to chase. If it comes to you, God bless you. There's nothing wrong with it. God, God gave you to be a channel. Like we said many times, Parnassa comes through us, not because of us. And this is why the hands, always the hands. It's always about the hands. The hands, if you look at where a person's frustrations, where are they? In his hands. He's either, he, he puts his, when you're stressed out, where do you put your hands? On your face. You get me? <laughs> Put your hands on your face, right? You cl- you're angry. What do you do with your hands? You, you clench your fist. Do you understand? Always the hands. You see why? Because the hands represent faith. And what we have to do is, what do we do every morning? Wash, wash our hands. <laughs> what, is, what, is the, what, what are you washing with? Water. What does water represent? Dot. Torah. Yeah, we're always washing our hands. Eat bread. Wash your hands. Remember where it's coming from. And specifically, we say the, we say the blessing. We put the hands on top of the head. It's very important when you say, when you wash your hands, always put your hands on top of your head. On top of your head. Because also, recognizing that emuna comes before intellect. Emuna comes before intellect. Faith comes before intellect. And I was reading today in, in Lakut uh, Yosef, I was reading Halacha, 
it's, it's extremely wrong if you read Ashrei, if you read the Ashrei Yosheh Beitecha, Psalm 145, we say every single day three times, you should not say, Ashrei Yosheh Beitecha, you should not emphasize the Potech Yosheh more than the other prayer. I never saw the Halacha, by the way. Never saw the Halacha. Because what you're saying is, that is important. The rest, who cares about trust? Who cares about happiness? Ashrei. Who cares about uh, having all the other stuff? Okay, wonderful. That I got to pay attention to. So that's telling you that your focus is only this. I think we've all done that. We've all emphasized a little bit more on that. So what you could do is either go, go low tone in everything or go high tone in everything. I never saw the halacha. It's the first time I saw it. That a person should not emphasize that much more than everything else. Because that's showing that that is the importance of his life. And that, again, is all connected to Klippas Amalek. Ramnathan tells us, and he, says, he tells us very simple, that the greater the dot, what is it, look, bottom line, what he's saying here, lesson 56, the greater the dot, the higher the consciousness you're in, the easier it is for you to make money. The greater your consciousness, the easier it will be to make you money. Because effortless livelihood is dependent upon that. As is written, when the people shatuham, what, what do you mean shatuham? They, they strolled around, they gathered. Shatu, strolled around, has the same word as the word shtut, sh, sh, shtuta, shtuta, stupidity, foolishness. Basically, for the, one, the more one is lacking in that, the more one is lacking in, in, in trust and lacking, the more he's going to do what? The more he's burdened and chases it. So you, our job here is to attract it, like I've said a thousand times, not chase it. Our job is to become the one, not run after the one. Do you understand? Our job is to be the one, be the vessel, be the person you want to be. Then, heaven sends it to you. In addition, the greater the dot, the greater the peace. This is because peace is dependent upon dot. As it says, the wolf will dwell with the lamb. The earth will be filled with dot. And the peace in the world will be so amazing that opposites are capable of being with together. Correct? Why? Because through dot, peace is increased. That means the, the bottom line is, the higher the consciousness, the more things work out. The lower the consciousness, the more there's a disaster in the world. Our job is to increase our consciousness, increase others' consciousness, and therefore the money comes in. Remember, our Creator is pained when you are supposed to, let's say God provides for you money, and you, you give that money out to this organization. That, that is, there's no other greater pleasure than, than, than you doing it. So God wants to give it, but if He knows that if He gives you money, you're going to become a creep. You're gonna, you're gonna be, you're gonna lose your religion. You're gonna lose your spirituality. You're gonna run after these other women. You're gonna divorce your wife. He won't give it to you on purpose because what is gonna happen? That will not be good for, for you. So sometimes, if we look at the end goal, if the end goal doesn't match the beginning goal, you will not, you will not get, you will not get Sheva. But if Sheva does nothing but bring good, more good into the world, then there's absolutely no reason why you cannot be the vessel to receive more. If it only will bring more, why not? It's not so complicated. So we have to look. What we need to do is we need to look at the things inside of us. We need to really, really look inside of us 
and think about what is causing maybe it to come down and what would be the after effect. And that's why I always ask people, if you receive more money, what would it do for you? Would you still learn? Would you still do his bodhidut? Would you still do, or would you just buy more deals and drive yourself crazy and lose more hair? What would it do for you? Think about it. You have to ask that. You have to honestly ask that question to yourself. And if when you control all the blockages that it will make you, it will make you to a better person, then there's absolutely no problem with the giving. And how do you know this? Get see how much you're giving charity when you don't have it. That's the test. Because that's the test. Because if you tell me. Uh, you know, it's, it's like a guy who tells you, ah, I can't wait to retire. I wish I had this money so I can sit down and learn. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Everybody, I just want to sit down and learn all day and have money. Yeah, right. Okay. You're going to sit down and learn. All of a sudden, you have all this learning. You're going to sit down and learn all day. Yeah, right. You're going to be in every business deal in the world. Okay? People are just so full of it. Full of it. You want to sit, go sit down and learn right now. That's the whole point. Don't tell me you're gonna sit. You need this to sit down and learn. Go sit down and learn right now. Go sit down and learn right now, and see what, if you could do it. That's the whole point of it. Do it now. Then there's no problem. You can prove it. You already prove it. But when you tell me I, I want to sit down and do this. I'm gonna sit down and do that. That is the biggest joke in history. If I lost twenty pounds, I'm gonna work out. Do you understand? <laughs> That's the most ridiculous thing in the world. You're gonna go work out if you lose twenty pounds. How's that going to happen? Work out, and then you lose the 20, and, 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 and you'll still, if you work out now and you lose 20 pounds, I promise you, you'll work out even more. So that's how it works. So we should not wait on this, on this, I'm waiting for this to happen, I'm waiting for that to happen. That's what Rav Nachman tells us to say. The greater the consciousness, the greater the consciousness. Like the same thing with, with, with like you said, the more we are united, the more our enemies fear us. Right? The more we are dis- lack, we, we lack unity, the more, the more we are afraid of our enemies. It's, it's not about the enemies, you could see. It's what are we doing? What are we doing on a conscious level? So again, these are things that you have to pray for. You have to pray that we should, all, all these six, seven topics, you should pray for, put it in your head. Because all of these things, self-esteem, you're not, you're not praying for a soulmate, you're praying for self-esteem. To be like Mordechai. And then what's going to happen? Automatically, people want confident people. You want to attract confident people. Do you understand? If, if you start praying that you should chase less money and, and be connected to spirituality, you will make more money. You will make more money and you'll have less headaches. So what these, all these prayers do is it's, it's completely reverse psychology. It's, it's, it's you're thinking that that's going to help you. I'm telling you, it's the absolutely the other way around. You don't have to pray for Shalom Bayit. You have to pray that you should remove resentment from your heart. Because if you, if you remove resentment from your heart, you have Shalom Bayit. <laughs> you have Shalom Bayit. It's, it just shows up. What's causing it? So that's where I think Baruch Hashem, God has given me the gift of you know, tackling an issue, but normally the way we tackle the issue is not usually the way you're going to solve the issue. You solve the issue clearing the spiritual blemish. And then answers come up. Answers come up once we attack it from the right angle. From the right angle. So, Bizrat Hashem, take these 40 days. Treat them seriously. It's all, this is, all these 40 days right now, it's about building will. It's about building... You're, you're, in a, you're, 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 you're in the playoffs right now. You get me? <laughs> Super Bowl is in 40 days. You're in the playoffs. Don't just show up to Purim with, you know, with the Grogger and this... Show up, show up with, with, with hours of his ability to do it. Show up with hours of will. Show up with hours of intent. Show up. Sh- show me your hours. 
Show up with some hours. Not 10 minutes, 15. Show up with some hours. Cry out a little bit. Beg for miracles. When I, I'm telling you, when you do this, you will, get, you will get everything in life. You will get everything in life. I promise you. God wants to give it to us, he, but he, he gives it to the people who, does, who show will. There has to be intent. There has to be intent. May Hashem help us all. Start planting this. Take these 40 days. Take them seriously. You know, make, you know, find the 15 minutes in the afternoon if you have to. Find in the morning. Whatever you have to do, just block out this time to get to this. Because remember, these, things, these times don't come all the time. They, there's a certain energy that comes, and the energy goes. Just like good weather. It's not there all day long. It comes, and then the heat comes, and then it's not there anymore. So while it's there, take advantage of it. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. 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 Beautiful.